Hi, I'm Lauren Clash Schneider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with playwright John J. Caswell Jr. of Wet Brain. It's co-produced by MCC and Playwrights Horizons, currently playing at Playwrights. So, welcome. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm great, John. How are you today? Good. Thanks so much for having me to talk about my play. Wouldn't think of it any other way. That play, Wet Brain, is a drama about an Arizona family dealing with their father's end-stage alcoholism with a twist of dark humor and alien abductions. So where did the impulse come to use aliens and outer space to tell this unique story? Well, I wrote a version of the play um, back in 2019 at McDowell um, after receiving some bad news about my dad um, right before I went. So I kind of abandoned whatever project I was going to be working on, which I don't recall, and started writing um, a version of Wet Brain, which was more just like a purge, like a sentimental sort of family drama where everybody had the right words and knew what to say. Um, to get things resolved. And that's just not my experience. So I put the play away and just sort of a little disgusted with it just because it was so out of voice for me um, and just moved on. And then um, I had um, a conversation with my father in the hospital um, one Thanksgiving. He was a little um, out of it uh, because of medications. And he was talking about, you know, things that he was, I assume, seeing. He was talking about a light he couldn't turn off specifically and that really stuck with me um and then i decided to get that play back out and then i started considering his inner life um more specifically and taking what he was saying in that hospital room at his word what is that light? what could he be seeing um and then i started also looking at my own uh history with addiction um and sort of always equated these gaps in my artistic and personal history where I was not sober um, with sort of being abducted from my life. Um, I noticed once I got sober that I had stopped progressing intellectually, emotionally, um, and artistically. So it's almost like I was removed from the process of my living. Um, So in that sense, too, it feels like an abduction Um, And then it just went from there and the ball started rolling and I kept finding more and more similarities um, in the two that just made sense. Mm. John, it's such a powerful explanation and thank you for sharing it so articulately in a way that I'm certain resonates with so many people. The June issue of Vogue says that wet brain is the kind of play that forces you to reckon with the singular nature of what theater can do a ferocious take on one family's struggle with mental illness and addiction. The play covers swaths of the universe with surprising moments of hilarity and hope. That's a lot. Mm. How, do you, how do you respond to that? Um, well, it, it it makes me tear up um, just because it's it's what it's what you want um, as a playwright. I think, at least for myself. Um, is to is to capture all of those things in one package and have them all hit um, at the same time. And uh, what I you know love about uh, the play that we've made uh, with these amazing designers and and um, the director Dustin Wills and all of these incredible performers, um, I always say to me feels very refractory in that depending on who you are 
and um, what you've been through and what you're experiencing. I mean, this is true of all theater, but I really think that it's true of this piece uh, because people can layer over their own interpretations and meanings and see themselves somewhere um, in this piece. Mm -hmm. You refer to Dustin Wills, who directs the play. How did the collaboration come about for the two of you? I met Dustin in 2017 when I was a playwriting fellow at Page 73, um, an amazing off-Broadway um, incubator of new playwrights. Um, I recommend everybody check them out. Um, they paired me up with Dustin to um, work on a reading of a play of mine called Cream. Um, I fell in love with Dustin and his work almost instantly because I, we were supposed to just be doing a 29 hour, you know, reading with music stands, but Dustin came in and he turned that reading into a, basically a mini stage production props, costumes. He taught people how to tap dance. I mean, it was just, um, it was an event, even though it was a reading, he recognized that the play needed um, all of the things that were in the script, if not all of them, as many as we could possibly do to indicate where the text would go. And that's when I knew that I was dealing with somebody special and also sort of I felt like um, uh, Kindred because he comes from a sort of devised maker's background where he did everything himself. And that's where I started, too, in Arizona. Um, and then we slowly started coming into um, theater, him directing me writing in the more traditional sense of the words, I guess. Um, so it just it felt great. And then we couldn't do anything again together until now. Um, and it just, it just, it's just a really great collaboration. Well, thanks to page 73 for setting up that blind date low so many years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Very thankful for that. Uh, prior to that, I, I understand that from about 2007 to 2017, you created new work with the nonprofit performance group, Progressive Theater Workshop, making plays on queer themes. Will you talk about that time for you as a writer and a creator and how it's gotten you to where you are now? Yeah, um, so I went to, I was supposed to go to NYU for acting. Um, that was my original uh, dream. I thought there would never be anything else for me other than being on the stage and performing, even though I wasn't terribly good. And even though my grandma, my mom would say otherwise, but <laughs> I, I was supposed to go to NYU and I couldn't because it was very expensive and, you know, they don't cover everything and I would have had to take out a lot of loans. So I got real angry um, and kind of just turned my back on education and theater and was just like, whatever. Spent um, three years uh, creating raves um, out in the desert, uh, in warehouses um, and booking the talent, you know, renting the lights and the sound systems and, you know, printing the flyers. And I realized after a while, hey, I'm just making theater here and not even good theater, just theater that people come and dance to and do drugs at. So I need to go back to school. So I went to ASU um, for acting and uh, got a grant while I was there, an entrepreneurship grant um, through the school um, that allowed me to form my company and take um, a production that we did here for or in Arizona first um, called Shots of Love Story, which was about my own addiction um, to the New York Fringe Festival. Um, so we were a bunch of Arizona kids in New York for the first time running around like crazy, you know, uh, and then performing this weird, weird play. 
thinking it was um, incredible. And it was um, at that time, it was very special to us, but I knew that I wasn't done um, with that subject matter. So I finally found my way back to wet brain, you know, what I think like 15 years later. Um, but yeah, that time was very important to me because it allowed me to uh, get into a room with very raw ideas, not knowing exactly what I was going to do. And everybody was on board and we brought in like very, I brought in like very like skeletal text that was just indicative of where we should head. And everybody just worked together. And um, I really learned um, what the, you know, the idea of company and, and um what it means to to come together as artists and and make something you know real and meaningful to each and every person involved um and that's what i carry with me you know even to today mm -hmm. well as a youngster with your sights on nyu as an acting student what was your first exposure to theater growing up my first exposure to theater growing up was well i mean you did the the elementary school plays and um i remember being an elf and thinking that was really cool in like third grade and then i got to junior high and um i had a really hard time in junior high people were really mean um as i think a lot of people will attest you know in their own experiences in junior high so I was I was very uh, introverted and and shy and and you know made fun of and I decided to do something drastic to combat that and I auditioned for Little Shop of Horrors um, in the drama department and to my horror I got cast um, and I was cast as Mr. Mushnick so mm -hmm. I was you know a fourteen year old uh, <laughs> kid playing you know, an old, an old Jewish man in New York City. And that's when I fell in love with it. I mean, it was magic to me. Seeing the plant and seeing people getting eaten by it and it, I got to get eaten by it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just, that's when, it, that's when I was uh, bitten by the bug and um, I thought it was going to be acting, but it's not. Right. Well, last question. Fast forward to the first time you heard wet brain read aloud at that first rehearsal, probably around a table. And what were your impressions of it and how much did it change throughout the developmental process? Well, we had a workshop of, well, I, this play has been workshop several times. Um, and each time it's just a completely different experience because everybody brings their own histories and we all talk about our histories with addiction. And it just it seems to be a subject matter that opens everybody up. So it's it's different each time. Um, but the most recent workshop that we did before casting um, was with the very cast that you see on stage now. Uh, we got everybody in a room thinking they would be potentially great and they all just Nailed, they just nailed it. And they formed um, just a, a family almost instantly um, in that process. So that first read in that workshop, to me, was magical. I mean, I just was looking at the characters and um, we just knew. Mm, must have been very gratifying. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. And it was it was I, I immediately felt connected to these people as as performers and, and human beings, um, not necessarily just the characters, but 
It, it just, they just felt special to me, all of them. Mm. Well, this has been great, John. Thank you so much for your insight and sharing what you've learned throughout the years as you create plays and hopefully we'll be creating many more. Thank you so much, Lauren. I appreciate it. I'm Lauren Schneider with playwright John J. Caswell Jr. of Wet Brain, co-produced with MCC at Playwrights Horizons. Thank you. Thank you.